Hey everyone, I'm David, aka PV Plant Guy, and I'd like to welcome you back to Plant Personalities, a podcast where I interview some of social media's most interesting plant influencers. As content creators, we often focus on a few topics. If you know me, I love plants, my now three golden retrievers, and sharing my fitness journey with you guys. I started this podcast because I want to get to know the people behind their social media profiles, and I think you'd like to get to know them too. Who are they behind social media? What are their favorite things to do when we aren't watching them? And where does their inspiration come from? Today, I am lucky enough to have Nicole Larson, aka Nicole Larson Grows on Instagram and TikTok. She, I have to admit, is probably one of my favorite TikTokers out there because her videos are absolutely amazing. If you have not seen them, go to her TikTok and watch them. You will go down a plant talk hole for hours. So... Nicole, with that being said, I'm so thankful to have you today. How are you doing? I'm great. You're too nice. I'm sitting here like all smiles. Like, oh my gosh, all the compliments. I love it. I honestly, <laughs> I'm just, I'm telling you how I feel about your TikToks and I feel Aww. like you should know that. I love it. Thank you. I love yours too. I like, I feel like people don't expect, I don't know. Like there's some people who aren't funny in their videos, but I actually think you're very funny. <laughs> and I like I like seeing your funny side and the fun sounds you use and stuff. It's good. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like I have more of a dry sense of humor. Um, I feel like you do too. Like some of your jokes, I just like laugh out loud because you. Don't, I feel like you don't I'm even very, try. Yeah. I'm very dead in the face, um, <laughs> but also at the same time, I can't hide what I'm thinking. Like if I have a reaction, like you're gonna see it. <laughs> right. But I like it. We're just here to be realistic. That's kind of what i try and do i guess yeah i feel like you have to be yeah there's a lot of like i don't know superficial stuff around plants and people making it seem like it's easy and it's perfect and it's glamorous no um, my plant room is very messy it stays that way um there are so many pots of leca that i accidentally kick over and then it's all over the place and there's soil everywhere but it's fine we're just it's the glamorous plant life. Yeah. And I mean, I love seeing people's collections where it's like a perfectly placed plant in their living yeah. room or in their bedroom. I don't know like, how. Yeah. Mine doesn't really look like that all the time. I mean, I can yeah. put, I could get it ready for like a picture on Instagram, but it quickly reverts to just like plants living and trying to yeah. thrive. Yeah. I don't exactly think my plant room's all that aesthetically pleasing. Um, there's a lot of people who like it. I mean, it's, if you like the cabinet look, it's fun, but I really wish I could have my plants sitting out all over the place. Like, um, I'll bring up Benji, you know, Benji plants. Um, yes. his plants are just all over his room and they're just getting beautiful light. It seems like all the time. And uh, I wish my plants could just be hanging out looking so like, I mean, he has so many plants, but they, he still makes it look simple. I don't know how. Yeah. So for those who don't know you, can you talk a little bit about what your plant setup looks like? Because I know you have a plant room in your tent. So talk about what you got going on. Yeah. So I'm actually very thankful to have a, a room dedicated to my plants. It definitely wasn't always like that. I mean, I started off when I was living at my mom's years ago and just had a bunch of plants in my room. But now I um, recently moved into a little three bedroom house with my boyfriend. So he has his room for his hobby. He loves Dungeons and Dragons. So he's got all that stuff. He can hang up his posters that I don't want to see <laughs> and I can <laughs> fill the room with plants and have it be messy and not have them care. But um, I have two windows in the room, one facing west and one actually facing north. But 
my neighbor has a pretty light colored house. And also with the snow, there is a lot of light actually bouncing in. So it's lighter than you would think a North room would be. Why am I getting out of breath? I feel like I'm talking really fast. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I have three cabinets in there, which seems a little fancy, but I actually got them before they raised the prices on them. They've been jacking up those Millsbo prices, Ikea. Well, Ikea caught wind of the Ikea greenhouse cabinet trend. And they're like, ooh, how can we profit off of this? Yeah, now they have a whole like section dedicated to accessories for your cabinet. They know what they're doing. And also, I don't know if you live near one where you can like walk in there and shop. Not a lot of people do, but um, I live close to the one in Bloomington, Minnesota, and they have fake plants sitting in the cabinets. So they know what we're doing. They're on oh my us. gosh! Yeah, I, they so know. I have one, um, and I went to the one here in Jacksonville, like. Mm, three months ago, four months ago, and they had a floor model Fabricor. And I was like, John, I really want this. John, my husband. And he was like, let's get it. And I was like, what? You're going to let me get this? He was like, yeah, I think it'll be awesome, you know? So we, like, go to check out, and it said that they had it in stock on the floor, but they didn't actually have it in stock yeah. when we went to go check the back. It's always what happens. I feel like you either get lucky when they're there. I, that's how I got my... Um, I have the yellow fabric core, the wide one. I really want to get the tall uh, green one. I think that would be really cute out mm-hmm. in my living room or up in my bedroom or something. Um, never in stock ever. They sometimes stock the Mills bows and the Red Studs, um, but not really anything else. But I got the white Mills bow just when they were randomly in stock. I don't know if you are you in any local Facebook groups of plant people. I don't know if it's like big where you're at. Uh, no, not any local groups, unfortunately. I should look into that, though. Yeah, I'm in, like, oh, the Twin Cities has, like, at least five main ones, and then little, like, outbreaks, like the Hoya Heads and mm-hmm. other people. So um, I'm in quite a bit of groups, and people will post immediately when they're in stock, um, but only after they get theirs. <laughs> they're like, I got mine. You can go get them if they're still there. Um and then I got my other one because someone was selling theirs. They never even put it together. And I got the that Mills bill for 200 Now they're like 250 Yeah, it's sad. But you know what? I feel like if there was one in stock at Ikea, I'd sadly pay it. <laughs> yeah, they know they're going to go out of stock anyways. So Yeah. I, get, I mean, I got mine for my birthday last year, my 30th birthday. And it was actually delivered from Orlando because they were out of stock in Jacksonville. So I think we ended up paying the $50 in shipping anyway, so Ugh. whatever. That sucks. Did you have help setting yours up? I actually did all of mine alone, and it was not smart. Yeah, I did it alone, too. I thought it was pretty easy, pretty simple. That's all right. You're tall. You're a tall dude. Uh, I'm like a lanky, like short, big bitch. How tall <laughs> Can are I say you? bitch? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, I think I'm maybe 5'6", maybe. Okay, I'm 5'10", so a few inches taller. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like you needed help. I I had, I don't even know if John helped me, like, hold things in place. I kind of just, like, put it up so fast. Did you follow the directions? People go in just thinking they can do it, but you got to follow those directions. Yes, always follow directions. The one thing that I regret not doing right away was drilling a big hole at the bottom for wire management. I never did that either. I'm not um, Bob the Builder. I just yeah. can't. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to get a drill bit big enough, but you know, I think it's worth it because right now I have some wires coming out the front door. Yeah, but I'm like, you ugly. know what? 
Ugh. Some of my doors don't even shut because I actually have a heating mat in one of them, and it's such a thick cord that the door won't even shut. <laughs> so it's not very cute. Oh, wow. I'm but, like, how do I get I just need a drill bit that's big enough for the plug to go through, and I'm set. I just haven't – I've just been so lazy. It's on my to-do yeah. list, but, you know, it's a very, it's a very low-priority item. Yeah. I really want to get some smart plugs so they're on a timer. That's 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 big fancy. Your you don't have yours on a timer? <laughs> no, I go and I turn them oh on my every gosh. day and turn them off at night. That's like ultimate, like, oh, you fancy. If you have them on timers. I, I have I like did. a $7 timer from Amazon. <laughs> I actually, this is funny. This almost sounds like it should be opposite, but... My mom got me a smart plug or whatever for Christmas or for my birthday or something. And I tried to set it up and try to get the app and I got too confused and I gave up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to try again because that would really be nice. Um, I hate, sometimes I sleep in and I'm like, shoot, the plants should be up now, but they're sleeping in today too. Yeah. Well, the perk of that is, is you can leave the light on a little later toward the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I don't go in there. Like, if I go to Brandon's late at night um, and come back, uh, and it's, like, after midnight, I'm like, dang, the plants are plants are up late. I accidentally left, like, the blinds open so anyone walking by can see directly into my room, which I feel weird about. I don't like people looking in. No, neither do I. <laughs> I'm like, you don't need to see this. It's a problem. It's excessive. And Brandon, so Branaconda, mm-hmm. what is his, his username? Yeah, it's, it is Branaconda. It's, yeah, I think it's B-R underscore Anaconda. I'm trying to get him to change it to like, so his name's Brandon Bennett. And like, doesn't that sound like a nice name? Brandon it is Bennett? a nice name, yeah. I'm like, you could be like Brandon Bennett Botanical or something. Like, I think that'd be really nice. So I think you should drop the Branaconda. But yes, Brandon is my podcast pal. I actually met him through TikTok. I don't know if a lot of people know that. I knew that. I knew that because I listened did. to your podcast, I think, and I think you mentioned it on there. Yeah, he actually moved from, I think, where was he at? The Milwaukee area and then came over to Minneapolis and moved in with a friend. He's got a lot of friends over here. I think it's a, so he came from Wisconsin over to Minnesota, and I think it's more like a Wisconsin thing to have friends in Minnesota. It's not really a thing to be in Minnesota having friends in Wisconsin. <laughs> got it. Because everyone wants to be in Minnesota. Yeah, everyone's coming over to Minneapolis. It's like, unless you go over to Chicago, like Minneapolis is the biggest city or next to St. Paul, like the Twin Cities, it's the biggest area. Um, it's where it's all happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I love watching his TikToks because his accent is like so foreign to me. And I just, like, <laughs> some things he says, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes, he's got that nasally Midwestern accent. We both sometimes do, but he's got it bad. It's the it's the Wisconsin in him, I think. Yeah, yours isn't as bad. It comes out every, every once in a while. But his, like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll like comment on his TikToks. And I'm like, does he get my sense of humor? Because he didn't <laughs> like my comment. <laughs> I have to remind him to go back over to social media sometimes. He's he's a busy dude. Yeah. Um, he actually works for Dior. So he's uh, bouncing around to different Dior counters at like Sephora and um, oh, that's cool. Macy's, Nordstrom, all that. So he stays busy. But, uh, and he has a lot of plants too. That. Yeah, he's got a ton. Um, and he also, because he, he has his own plant company, Monstera Plant Co., Mm-hmm. And he actually grows a lot of his own plants. So he's got a grow tent in the basement and just plants all over his bedroom. He's got like shelves lining the whole room with grow lights and everything. He's got them on a timer because he knows what he's doing. But <laughs> um, he's, I don't know how he does it, but it's pretty fun to go over and in- inspect his plants because, you know, you don't always have time to look for 
um, stuff. And like spider mites are one thing, but sometimes I, I think I found thrips once and he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're like, sorry, I'll stop coming over. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a great thing that you identified it so he can mitigate. I'm just, I don't know. I'm a sucker for some pests and they're sucker for me too. Apparently they like me. <laughs> oh man. I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, I can't handle it. Actually, some people message me and they're really like, I don't know if I'm oversharing too much of my pest problems, but I'll get messages like, girl, you get a lot of pests. Like, what's going on? Are you well, okay? I, I feel like people <laughs> don't look for pests and they're usually Yeah, I'm like, bare. you probably have some crawling around and you just have no idea. Plus, I buy a lot of plants or trade a lot of plants. So, like, they're coming in and out, you know? And they're rampant this year. I think that there's a lot of new growers out there maybe that just don't know what to look for. I'm not so sure, but there's thrippies all over the place. Oh, yeah. I think I – so I brought thrips inadvertently into my house because my basil plant – that the first time that I, like, tried to grow an herb, I'm like, oh, basil, I'm Italian. I can cook with it. Great. Had it outside. (laughs) And then one day I went to water it, and it was in infested with thrips and i was just like oh my god i took the entire pot and i just put it in a plastic bag and threw it in the garbage and i was like i'm done with this and then i worth it and then i noticed it in my office and in my cabinet and i was like are you kidding me so i was actually treating with the your recommended solution the bonide and it's been working really well so far i actually since i started treating i haven't seen them yeah, they're uh, it's they're really intimidating because when they're in there, it can be tough to or it can be a while before you see them. Um, so I just recommend people are looking at the new leaves because they really love that fresh foliage. So if they're anywhere, they're going to be on that new growth. Mm-hmm. And and the larvae also, are so gross too. Yeah, like when they start, like if you see anything like squiggling around, like squirmy looking things, uh, those are probably juvenile thrippies. Not fun. Yeah, I um, I wiped down. I have like an avocado tree, a mini avocado Ooh. tree that's in my office, and I wiped it down with a paper towel. And when it dried, it looked like the juvenile thrips Ew. on the other side of the leaf. And I was like, "Oh my god, they're back!" And then like, I was like, "Wait no. a second, this is just like paper towel debris." So you live in Florida. I feel like you can really easily grow that stuff. I know you were shocked in my recent Instagram post where I said, I don't have any ficus. I don't have any trees around here. Yeah, I definitely wanted to talk to you about that because <laughs> I, I mean, the fiddly figs are now everywhere. You can get oh, them, yeah. you know, for super cheap, like 20 bucks, where a few years ago, even before the pandemic started, like they were a little bit on the pricier side. And so now they're a lot oh, more yeah. common, but you can get them any size. They don't have to be super big. I've killed three. <laughs> you just need like a cutting. You just need like plant proper to send you like a rubber tree and uh, keep it in your hear me. Your you never room. look thirsty. I need a plant that looks thirsty when it needs something. I can't because if rubber trees, if you're waiting until the leaves are drooping, you might be too late. And that's what's scary. Yeah, I actually think the burgundy rubber trees are the easiest to take care of out of, like, the mm-hmm. main ficuses. Yeah, I actually had one that I got at a co-op years ago, and my mom took it from me, and it now lives at her place. Um, sometimes I got to go over there and take care of it for her, because she's one of those people that, even if it's, like, in a huge, like, 
several gallon pot. She'll give it a little cup of water. And I'm like, mom, that's not enough. It needs to be draining out the bottom. She's like, well, I don't want it to go all over the floor. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Take it to the sink, anything, put it in a different pot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, There's a way to properly water the plant. And I think ficuses need that drench to really stay healthy. I just actually moved my burgundy rubber tree that was on my back when I to my front porch that gets morning direct light. So the past few days have been relatively like cloudy. So it's actually a really good acclimation time for it because before it had a screen. And so I'm like, the hope is to just get this plant really big and have like a very sturdy stem with like really broad leaves because there's, there's rubber plants in my neighborhood that are planted outside that are thriving. So I'm like trying to get mine there. Yeah. Imagine taking a tree that grows in Florida and bringing it all the way up to Minnesota, almost to Canada and trying to take care of it. It's pretty tough around here. So mad respect for everybody in the Midwest that is, has a thriving tree. Honestly, if you just put a very small, (laughs) ficus whatever in your cabinet it would thrive like maybe a little audrey or something taking up cabinet space maybe, that's excessive it's worth it and if you put it in <laughs> pond maybe okay what i'll do is i will you like the you pond. you're liking the pond huh yeah i love the pond what i'll do is in the spring i'll cut you a clipping from my ficus audrey tree and i'll root it and then i will send it to you and you can put it in pond in your nice. cabinet so if it's in pond, then I won't have to worry about wondering when it needs water. So exactly. that'll be good for me. Yeah. That'll be good for me. Yeah. Anybody out there listening, if you like, if there's any plant they're having tough or tough time with that you're not good about watering it, overwatering it, underwatering it, whatever, just put it in something semi-hydro, LECA or pond, and it'll be happy. Yeah. What? How did you first get into pond and LECA? So I think it was, I got to look back on my TikTok because it actually could have been at the end of 2020. I don't know. This pandemic does something to our brains. I don't, it's been such a long, long time now, but there's someone local to me, Lekka Addict. Um, She's on Instagram and most of her plants are, I mean, she's got a lot of cool plants um, that aren't Hoyas, but she's mainly a Hoya person. Um, and she's got, I would say, like 95% of her collection is in LECA. Um, I think she's been doing some pond lately because we also have another local person who then specializes in pond. So both of those ladies um, have been getting me into it more. Um, and I don't know, I tried it one time and I was like, dang, this is really low maintenance. Like I went out of town once and I came back and my LECA plants were the only ones that didn't look super sad. I didn't have to worry about them. Like just having that water reservoir filled up was pretty nice, but I've been doing the pond a lot more now because I'm bad about mixing up the nutrients for LECA. It's just an extra step or three that is a little bit too much for me. So I like the pond. Right. But what happens when the fertilizer in the pond runs out after So you can actually get some more slow release stuff and like top it off um, and add some more to it. Or if you want to just like, give it a little repot and refresh it you can but i haven't gotten there yet so what's your favorite brand of slow release fertilizer i feel like i don't have any that i use for my soil i'm actually really against like putting those little like grain granules in it because i'm not always wanting to fertilize my plants um Mm -hmm. especially like in the winter time it's not really what we're doing up here as much so I typically often for like a powder fertilizer or a liquid 
Um, but I don't really have any favorite brands. There's a lot of like shops local to me. We actually have a lot of plant shops up here um, that'll have their own mix and I'll just get that. That's interesting because you were the one that originally introduced the powder fertilizer to me because I had never Mm -hmm. heard of it. I haven't used it yet. I have some liquid, different brands of liquid fertilizer. Mm. Um, I've actually been using Market Botany's, Cam's, his um, prop drops. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I will just like take a few drops and, you know, add it to the soil when I water. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm like I don't have any, and and I do have. I have. I I hate saying this, but I have Miracle Grow slow release fertilizer. Mm-hmm. I um, actually used to have their liquid. It's like, yeah, it's basic. It's whatever. As long as you dilute it, like I mean, your plant probably isn't going to hate you for it. <laughs> right, and you know what? I I was like, let me let me try the Miracle Grow like slow release just so I could. It was really the only one that I could find that wasn't super expensive. So I'm like, let me just try it and see how it works for me. And I put it in like my anthuriums and my forgetty eye is now like exploding and has, Dang. is about to pop its second inflow, inflorescence. So I'm like, you know what? It's the miracle grow, but I know it's not that good because it's synthetic okay. and over time it's not the best choice. So um, do you yeah. have any issues with your anthurium leaves being kind of sad or stressed out after they flower? Um, so this is the first time that an Ethereum that I have is flowering. So mm-hmm. I'll keep you posted on that front, but it's my forgetty yeah. eye and the leaves are kind of like hard and firm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so far, I mean, it, it looks pretty healthy and it's also putting out a new leaf too. So it's just like going insane. Nice. Yeah. I've heard of some people having troubles, me and Brandon, um, the ethereums that flower, like the leaves just kind of start getting a little bit crusty, even if they're in perfect condition. So I don't know if it stresses them out a little, a little bit or what's going on. We're actually going to have Brian um, hanging houseplants on our podcast. So I'm going to pick his brain about that because he's the ethereum expert. Awesome. I can't wait till you drop that episode because I definitely want to listen in. Oh, yeah. And he's gonna, we're going to learn all about pollination. It's going to be so good. So oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, he actually um, just sent me some seeds, so I'm excited to grow those babies. Um, but that's funny you said that because I gave some pollen to my friend Morgan, who has um, <gasps> an online shop here. You know, yes, Greenhouse Goodies. Greenhouse Goodies. I love Morgan. I'm always recommending Morgan to people. I me love too. All my She's from her. They're so healthy, and so I was like, here. I was like, do you have any like flowers with an inflorescence or anthuriums with an inflorescence? Like, I have some pollen. Mm-hmm. Like, would love to cross with you. She was like, let's do a crystallinum. You know, the mm-hmm. um, spadex is almost ready. So, you know, I gave it to her yesterday. So I'm like, okay, you need to like film, <laughs> so we yes! can make like a follow up reel. I'm like, definitely shoot some videos, um, and I could, you know, we could do something together. So I'm excited to see what happens. I know it takes a really long time, but I just came across a TikTok of a forgetty eye that was that uh, she was harvesting seeds. And so I was like, Oh, this Did is, she say that it took like six months. Yes. yes. I think I just saw that video this morning. <laughs> I was scrolling on TikTok. I um, saved it and I was like, okay, I need to reference this. Yeah. I was like, I did not know it could take so long, but when my, uh, I had a crystalline flower and the, just the whole process of it coming out and then, how long I had to wait for the pollen. Like, yeah, it was kind of forever. So I can't imagine how long it takes. Like once you actually pollinate them. Yeah, um, it'll be a but fun I experiment. love Morgan. Morgan has phenomenal plants. Everything I get from her is beautiful. So 
yeah, I'm excited to get more and more from her because I hope she never stops. Yeah, yeah, same. And the best thing about it is she's local. So I'm just like, hey, like we have a gas station that we guys meet up at, like down the street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like let's meet up. Yeah, like see you at the gate at one. And then, you know, we'll do our little like parking lot exchange. And people are like looking at us like, what are you doing? Like, why, why is, is there sketchy. a plant? I, I've definitely met up with plant people in parking lots. And I do, uh, I get the feeling a little bit. And I'm like, this looks a little bit questionable, but. I I have evidence. If anyone pulls up and they're like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, uh, "I'm waiting for a plant." Uh, yeah, not the plant you're thinking of. House plants. Yeah, house plants. <laughs> it's a house plant trade. <laughs> yeah. Um. So hey, I wanted to ask you. I know I've, I'm loving this conversation, but I wanted <laughs> to ask you about some of the inspiration you get for your content because your TikToks like are very well put together. Like the cinematography if you will thank you (laughs) is really great just you know like captures your eye and your all of your videos are very similar where i struggle with like keeping everything consistent i feel like i'm all over the place with some of the content that i produce so Mm -hmm. how are you like so consistent and where do you get all your ideas from i feel like a lot of it is i just start with like okay what what am i getting a lot of questions about like what are people messaging me about um that i could kind of take care of through a video um because a lot of people have the same questions or a lot of people just need the same advice to take care of their plants um i kind of forget whatever videos i do i've been posting for over a year but there's been a lot of people who message me like hey you've saved more than one of my plants and i'm like i don't know how i did that so that was all you um but i just try and think about what what people need to hear and I'm kind of strict about not using like the trendy sounds and just doing talking videos on TikTok. Um, I don't know why I just feel like consistency is super, super important. And I've been seeing that a lot just through views. I mean, TikTok still sucks and they don't really push out content to followers. I feel like it's still a lot of new people seeing my content. Um, mm-hmm. cause then people will message me and they'll be like, Hey, I haven't seen you on my for you page in forever. And I'm like, don't say that. That makes me sad. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just like what, what was, what information was I missing that I need to make a video on and what are people asking? Do you ever make content about, um, topics that you have already addressed in previous videos? I guess sometimes, and there's been some that I've been thinking about redoing cause I don't really want to just repost an old video, um, People can always use like updated Monsteria care or like basics of philodendrons, um, I just recently did like another LECA or pond videos. There's still a lot of people who are new to that. Um, it's actually crazy. They want people who uh, grab onto that and they're like, okay, now I want to put everything in LECA. I want everything in pond. Um, Cause they don't realize that if, if you really know your soil, you can absolutely do semi hydro. It's super easy, but um, yeah. I yeah. Know. No, I think, I think the way that you approach TikTok is it's more professional and the mm-hmm. content is super sticky. And it's funny that you said you don't like to post r- older videos because I just did that mm-hmm. yesterday. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was really thinking because you know how TikTok was doing the like best of 2021 and everyone was reposting their like best video. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess I'll do that. And I did, and it did pretty well. So I was like, okay, I guess I could sometimes post old stuff because not everyone saw that old video. And um, there's a lot of new people who followed me since then. So I guess I can repost because there are a lot of like old videos that people are never going to see unless they really scroll back because i still get comments and questions about things that i've absolutely done a video on and 
you can make all the playlists you want, but people aren't always going to find those old ones. Exactly. And I feel like some of the older videos allow for people to leave comments and then you can reply to the comment and say, hey, like, here's my answer to your specific question about this philodendron. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like being able to just reply in the comments. I don't like that there's a limit on the comments, so I have to be really choosy with my words, but um, I try my best to reply to a lot of people. Like if anyone has a question, because not everyone needs to book a plant consultation for one little question, but I'm horrible at answering the DMs too, so try and get those comments. Well, do you? let me ask you this. Do you struggle with answering questions that are very vague because everyone's situation is so different when it comes to houseplants. And so when they ask, you know, why is my leaf, like why are there leaves on this plant turning yellow? Like, well, it could be any number of things. And what I tell you, you know, could not be apple. It may not be applicable to your situation. Yeah. I even see a lot of other like plant pages replying to those comments just with really generic advice. I'm like, well, Hey, you don't know all the information. Like, just telling them like, Oh, it sounds like an overwatering issue. Like, well, you don't know that for sure. Um, and there's a lot of people who don't know what to look for pest wise. Um, and don't really know what their environment is either. So I'm just like, is it near event? Is it like actually getting good light? Cause not a lot of people know what good light is. It took me a while to learn that too. Um, which is why there's grow lights all over the place up in here. But, right. Yeah, there's uh, usually a lot more to the story. So that's why I like doing the like virtual plant consultations and actually seeing people's plants and um, asking those detailed questions. Because um, usually we can find the problem. And uh, I like that the point where it clicks and they're like, oh, my God, it probably is that because I have been doing that and whatever, you know. Right, right. I, I, I think that light is probably the biggest issue because that's just that causes so many downstream effects mm-hmm. with regard to watering and long-term growth and whatnot. So I'm, I'm usually surprised when I do plant consults at, you know, the questions around, you know, why isn't this plant doing well? And it's like 10 feet from a window that's facing East. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's your problem. You got to move it closer, but they want to plant in that spot. So I'm like, okay, well yeah. let's talk about grow lights. Yeah, like I would really would like to have plants all over the place, but I don't have that many windows um, or that big of windows. So, and a lot of houses are built to kind of not let the light in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, trying to save that energy bill. <laughs> I know, and especially like in my neighborhood, where the houses are very close together, and so the light only comes in at certain times of the day, and most of the time it's kind of dark. So, I've seen those Florida neighborhoods. They pack you guys in there pretty good. Oh, yeah. They're like, how much money can we make uh, yeah, on this very many, small piece of land? Yeah, how many people can uh, we get to buy here? Uh, my dad actually has a place over um, kind of near Fort Myers. It's on Babcock Ranch. Um, so it's this weird, like, solar city. And they have, like, an elementary school for the place and a little marketplace and like all this stuff. It's really goofy because they don't have that up here in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, our neighborhood down here is like very, uh, it's actually like one of the fastest growing neighborhoods in the United States. It's called Nocatee. And we have like a town center with like a grocery store, gas station, banks, like my, my vet is there. Um, we have a Lululemon pop-up shop that is doing so well that they decided to keep, um, 
they also have like uh, a a pool, right? Oh, nice community pool. Right, but it's it's actually a water park, and there, there's actually two oh. separate there's two separate water parks because there's so many children that live here. Um, and there are, are also like a lot of like families and, and moms and people that are also into houseplants. So there's definitely like a market here and for houseplants. Um, Have you ever and, thought about opening a plant shop? Um, yes, but it's just too much work. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, where am I going to keep all the plants? Mm-hmm. I'd rather just do like education and consulting. Yeah. I feel you. Um, so I mean, outside of plants, like, do you have any other hobbies that kind of keep you busy? I don't know. I was kind of trying to think about that. I was asking my boyfriend, I'm like, what do I do besides plants? And he's like, you like crystals? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I collect rocks too now. Another thing to spend money on. Um, But I don't know. I'm usually at home with my plants just since the pandemic. I don't really go out unless I need to now. Um, so I stay pretty busy with that. Otherwise, um, I'm usually doing like some lonesome activities. I think sometimes you see me on my stories, I'm doing a puzzle, I'm doing connect the dots and, you know, connecting with my inner child, I guess. Right. (laughs) Just babysitting myself at home, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your, you're an accountant, right? Yes, I do. Like I have a boring daytime job kind of that I can do from home. Um, I'm probably not going to have the job like too much longer because the company I work for is like a downsized version of another company um, so I just kind of do their taxes like quarter yearly and I send people their paychecks and pay send out invoices pay things and yeah you do the pretty, books. pretty fun yeah I this is the thing of people ask me kind of accounting questions or tax advice I'm like I don't understand what I'm doing like, I know how to do it, but I don't understand why or what it is. So I can't, I'm not good with the questions. I don't even, I don't even do my own taxes. My mom's actually a real accountant. So my mom does my taxes. That's funny. Oh, I would love to have my mom do my Yeah. My mom works for Medtronic doing like accounting. Oh yeah, them, yeah, so. yeah. I'm familiar with them. Yeah. So she I'm like, you can do my taxes forever, right? <laughs> but now I'm all confused because I'm making like a little bit of money from TikTok. Not that much. But I think it's enough to the point where I have to pay money on it. <laughs> and I'm yeah. worried. Yeah, the 1099, baby. Ugh, not good. I think I've, like, in a whole year on TikTok, in the creator fund, I think I've made, like, $900 in a whole year. Which um, you would think it would be more, but it's not. Yeah, I'm like, I have pretty decent views. I mean, everything's getting, like, at least 20,000 views. Um, sometimes they blow up and they're getting, like, 100k whatever try not think about the views but it is funny um it's it's pennies (laughs) it's pennies yeah it is pennies um but you know anything over 600 dollars, you have to report to the irs and pay taxes on it so what a shame i know i know but i mean instagram (laughs) have you seen that instagram is now doing reels bonuses so you can make more money on instagram doing reels than tiktok so maybe you should start posting your tiktoks on instagram oh I, I should i'm just not i don't see i'm not very tech technology savvy um which is shocking because i do some like video editing for planty queens it's just the plant shop i work at and um i just all do it on my phone i don't have like a grow light or a fancy like 
uh, tripod, none of that. Like everything's just filmed on my phone, edited on my phone. Um, no fancy microphones. <laughs> so um, when it comes to like saving TikToks, even without the watermark, I'm like clueless. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can have a little offline session and I can teach you how to do that because I yeah, do everything on my phone as well. It. I can't even get a smart plug set up. So how am I downloading a TikTok? <laughs> I th- I think that you your TikToks will be absolutely amazing on Instagram and I think your account would blow up. People seeing like how good your videos are on Instagram like you'll change the game because there are so many people on Instagram that aren't on TikTok. Yeah, I guess so. There's a lot of people are refusing to download the TikTok, but just give in. Just get over there. It's you'll find your people. It's funny stuff. Yeah, I mean you can go down whatever niche rabbit hole you want and you'll be happy. Sadly, I get most of my news from TikTok, I think, which sounds like sketchy, but follow Under the Desk News. Um, they're great. Uh, there's a lot of good accounts that'll talk about things that like the actual news doesn't want to talk about. So, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, all news is is biased. So, yeah, you know, we don't have to go there. But yeah, I mean, to your <laughs> point, there's a lot of good information out there. Oh, yeah. on TikTok. I can't believe what I've learned on TikTok. Like, it's almost too much for my brain to handle. Same. And like the recipes that I find. Oh, yeah. I save those as if I'm actually going to make them. I don't. (laughs) Maybe someday. Yeah. I refuse to make that like grape brie pasta. (laughs) Everyone's like, uh, have you been seeing the amount of people that are like shattering their glass pans, putting them in the oven and like trying to make this like meal? I don't know. It makes for good, I, funny content, but I'm like, can you imagine glass shattering in your oven? I would get a new one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I feel like, I mean, I'm on Plant Talk, obviously, so a lot of plant content mm-hmm. comes through. I see a lot of Taylor Swift stuff, um, and then like a few other niches, but I think it's crazy because I don't always see like a lot of the plant content that I want to see. Me too. I actually feel like I see more people that I don't follow posting plant content than like people I do follow. Right. What's up, TikTok? I don't know. I guess it's their way of having like users follow each other and like broadening the app. Where Instagram is the complete opposite, where you mm-hmm. have like you only see content of people that you do follow. Yeah. I thought Instagram was going to go bye-bye. Like, I thought people were over Instagram. There's a lot of Instagram haters out there, but I don't know. I like sh- I, I like posting pictures. I was really reluctant to post any videos on Instagram because it just feels like the picture place. Yeah, but, I mean, they came out and said that they want to shift their platform to a video mm-hmm. user interface, a video platform. So I think, again, your TikTok videos are going to mm-hmm. come in handy for Instagram. And People probably haven't seen them, so you could, you know, just have an outline with a few dates and say, I'm going to post this, this, and this, and boom. I feel like there's some actual mutuals I have on Instagram that, like, don't know I'm posting on TikTok. (laughs) Um, Because I don't really post a whole lot on my story, but, like, sometimes I'll be like, hey, I just posted a TikTok. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, But then I try and think about, like, well, I want the algorithm to naturally pick it up and show it to them if they want to see it. You have, okay, I'm looking at your Instagram profile right now. You have seven reels. <laughs> that yeah. needs to change. That is, and honestly, David, that's probably all from the last like month or two. Those are all very new reels. Yeah, you're, yeah, we need to get some of your, your content from your TikTok over. 
We'll see. Now I finally got the <laughs> usernames lined up before I had like two completely separate usernames for the accounts so people wouldn't really find me on one or the other. Um, but we're t- it's all good. We're we're being professional. Yes, yes, and I feel like the the branding across multiple platforms is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a big Alocasia fan. I am. I think they're fun. I think they're really rewarding. They're kind of uh, feisty, but that's you know that's the fun of it. Yeah, I think you just need to keep them moist and not let them dry out as wow. much as like fillos. Yeah, and you know what's funny is the ones that I have in soil, I usually let them dry out because that's just what I do with most of my aeroids. But um, allocations in pond or LECA are, are a dream, an absolute dream. Well, that's good to know because I have, you know, a Maharani that needs to be repotted like yesterday, and it has, yeah. you know, some, what are they called? Um, rhizomes? Corms, yes. I, there's like three different kinds. I always get them confused. Um, in the soil, and I'm like, okay, I need to kind of take these out, harvest them, and then put them in water in a Tupperware container, let them sprout, and then throw them in pond. Yes, with the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, and I just need to, I haven't found my container. Maybe you could do like a video on choosing your containers for pond. Like, what are some of the best container options? Yeah, I, you know, I'm so lazy. I save every plastic cup that I have. So a lot of them are just in plastic cups inside of a pot. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy schmancy, but um, at PQ, Planty Queens, um, they just got some bigger, like, self-watering pots. So might get some of those, but I don't really have plants that are quite big enough to go into them yet. A lot of my plants are small because I don't have room for big boys. Same. Wish I could. Everyone's got these big, big, luxurious plants, big and lush, but um, all mine are little, little children. Right. And I have... I have a lot of plants from Plant Proper, obviously, and they mm-hmm. come in this the small four inch nursery pot. And I'm just like, okay, a lot of them need repotting, and I'm like, what's the next size to go up? And I just need to stock up on that next size up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty helpful having the self watering. I usually don't recommend it for soil because that usually needs to dry out. Right, right. But it's really nice not having to be like, Oh, are you thirsty? Um, the ones that have the little water meter. I love it. It's so easy. Right. Yeah. I have a lot of plastic cups and like the double cup with the water works, Mm -hmm. but you know, I've had some people message me and say that they have issues with mold growing, um, not mold algae growing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've only noticed that if it's in direct sun, if it's in my cabinet, I haven't seen any algae grow. Yeah, me either. I usually get it on my moss um, if it's sitting in my cabinet. Cause I, I like I've said many times, I'm not very fancy, so I don't have like fans going in the cabinets or anything circulating the air. Probably like I should. Yeah, I would recommend having that. <laughs> like I keep telling people, I'm not. Uh, I'm not someone's dad. I'm not handy with this stuff. It's a miracle I got these set up on my own. Anyways, um, putting up my big grow tent that was a nightmare. I actually that... had to take it apart twice. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm assuming you were never into, like, connects or Legos as a child. But you I do like puzzles? Like... I like puzzles. Those are fun. Do you remember Lincoln Logs? Yes. Um, I liked those. I was in, because um, I was an only child for a while, um, I was in daycare for a lot of my life, so mom was working. Um, so there's tons of different toys that they had and whatnot. But um, I don't quite know about... I don't even remember what I was playing with. I feel like I was, I liked dolls. 
I like mm. the fake kitchen make-believe. Right. Well, so uh, the reason I asked about like Le- Legos mm-hmm. or connects is because you're building something, you're putting it together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, putting together like a Millsbo cabinet or a greenhouse, I feel like is in the same ballpark. Yeah. I think the motivation is just getting it out of the box for me and just being done with it and not having that looming like uh, task guilt in my head. Right. I'm like, Oh, I got to do it now. Right. Yeah. Um, what's your experience with Cocoa Core? I feel like usually it's not something I buy. It's just something that ends up in my plants. Um, I'm usually buying sphagnum moss for things. If I'm potting stuff up or making some poles, I usually go with the sphagnum. Um, lately for my chunky mixtures, I've actually been doing Cocoa Husk. Uh, mm-hmm. perlite and sphagnum moss. It's just nice and chunky and airy. Mm, yeah. I'm just so lazy about mixing stuff up on my own. I actually buy a lot of like pre-made mixtures from small shops and stuff. It gets kind of expensive, especially if you are potting up a big plant or potting up a lot. It goes pretty quickly, but I just don't really have the room or the energy to be mixing up all my own stuff with like all of the things that go into it, worm castings, people putting like horticultural charcoal in it and mm-hmm. it's a lot yeah i i agree and sometimes if you mess it up in it it could be too water retentive and then it doesn't mm-hmm. drain as well and it's like oh man yeah it's got to be perfect yeah well i asked about the cocoa core because i bought a block of mm-hmm. it it was cocoa core with like the husk and the chips mm-hmm. last spring or actually i think it was in like may or june so almost a year ago and it went quick for me because I potted like a few ficus in it. Um, and I have, I have a pothos in it right now in my husband's office and it, it's great. I mean, I love it cause it's so, um, it's airy and it drains really well. And the little bits of the cocoa core kind of act like peat, but it's not peat. Um, so I, I just haven't, I have two discs that came with my self watering planter that I have my gloriosum in that is not, I don't use the self watering component. It's just a mm-hmm. longer planter for the plant to kind of crawl. But, um, I think I might put some like allocation. I think I might use that to repot my allocation. Yeah. I got to put it in pond, David. I actually need to get some of those long planters cause my gloriosums are just in like a big round pot. Um, and there's fighting to break out of that thing. Right. Amazon, I think it was like 20 bucks for like a white, long plastic self-watering pot. Mm-hmm. And it's great. There's a plastic piece that you can just take out, take to the sink water and then put it back in the white outer shell. Great. Nice. Cause that's usually what I'm doing anyway is most of my plants are in plastic pots sitting inside another pot. Cause I'd like them to change pants. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They can share share pots and you know, it's a different vibe. They like to switch it up. Yeah, I agree. And I'm working on I think we talked about this a little bit ago, but I'm working on like mm-hmm. cleaning up my the look of my my mm-hmm. plant collection. So like all the I want all the decorative pots to kinda of have the same look. Kind yeah. of going for that like white and terracotta look. The classics. Yeah, most of mine are white and or in terracotta or or grey or something. Yeah. So I, I just need to like be more diligent about like when I buy those decorative pots, 
just like making sure that they kind of fit the style that I'm going for, as opposed to just buying something because it's relatively inexpensive and it fits the plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could like switch it up room by room. Like every area has its own look. Um, sometimes I like a little pop of color, but you know, we like the plants to speak for themselves for the most part. They're the, they're the showstoppers. I don't need busy pots. Right. I agree. Especially with how like clumped together some of the plants are. It's, it looks a little messy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Um, so, Hey, I have two questions for you that I usually ask everyone. Okay. So the first one is, if you could meet any plant influencer in person that you haven't already met, who would it be and why? I feel like besides you, because I haven't met you yet, um, but probably soon. I don't know. I'm going down there sometimes. Um, yeah, let me know. <laughs> we if, gotta... I, if, if I uh, wanted to stare at somebody's plants, you know, I don't know if I would ask him any questions, but Craig Miller Randall, that's his name? Yes. Yes. Author of Green Thumb. I mean, his plants are insane. I don't know what it is in Australia. I follow a couple of Australia people. Their plants are stunning. I don't get it. Yeah. I I think it's usually we get a little messed up in the head because their winter isn't the same time as ours. So their plants are thriving when mine are not. But I mean, these plants are huge. I don't know what they're feeding them or what's down in the air in Australia, but Mm-hmm. Craig's plants are absolute goals. I mean, even his whole, wherever he lives, I think he also has a another place. I don't know if it's in Thailand or something, or I don't know. He's got another property that just has the most stunning plants that I didn't even know existed or plants I didn't know could get that big. Um, yeah, he's a plant god, so that would be cool. Well, it's funny you said that because Plant Me Paul also said him really <laughs> yeah and i i made a joke i was like he must live in like the humidity in his house must be so high all the time because he just has like philodendrons and anthuriums just like chilling in his bedroom and they need like relatively yeah. high humidity so i can't well, imagine like, where are these plants all hanging out because you know he he's obviously staging a lot of them um because he switches up what's next to the bed like all the time yeah but yep. i'm like where are these plants actually i mean they're massive so they're not sitting in cabinets so i'm guessing he must have pretty high humidity maybe right. it's because it's tropical down there yeah the i don't know if, if it's like island life where you can just keep the doors open and the wind comes through <laughs> and it's a comfortable temperature but it's also kind of humid i don't know maybe we can befriend him and ask him yeah like hey craig you want to invite us over yeah, maybe we can get him as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't Let's know. Work I feel on like that. I, I need to watch some of his stuff because I think he does some uh, show in Australia, The Great Outdoors. Um, I've seen some of it on Facebook. Yeah, I need to watch it and see what he's like because I have no idea what his personality is like or what he says at all. I just stare at his plants. Yeah, he does have an admirable collection. Um, even I find myself sharing this person's plants on my story, like sometimes three times a day, but, um, just the philodendron at on Instagram, just at philodendron, philio, philodendron, Leo, not Leo, not Leo. Like the one that just is philodendron. Um, it's the most beautiful plants ever. I mean, I know they use like a nice filter on them. It makes the foliage look nice and dark, but like, I mean, they've got the coolest plants. I don't know who's running the account, what their name is, but 
uh, I feel like I'm always sharing those plants on my account. I'm like, look at this, look at this plant. Oh yeah. So I'm, I'm on the Instagram page right now. He's mm-hmm. from Singapore. So I gave him a yeah. follow. <laughs> of, of course, Singapore people over, over there, over in Thailand or something. Um, always have the good stuff or Indonesia. I get DMS from the people. Oh, in all the time. <laughs> All the time. Do you ever get them actually sending their price list sometimes? You can yep. stare at it. And I'm like, dang, I, what am I going to do with 30 varicosums? Uh, sell them? I'm like, I'm not a plant shop. Some of them are actually actually expensive, though. I was like, you want me to pay 120 for this plant wholesale? I'm like, what? Yeah, and then it arrives half dead. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, I did one import, and it wasn't really by choice. It was like I was going to make an unboxing video on TikTok and everything, um, which I did end up posting, like, after the fact, um, because they all showed up dead. I didn't say, like, the name of the shop or anything. I don't think it's really one that's super popular. Um but yeah, it was bad. It was stinky. It was not fun. But also, they weren't super like uncommon plants. I could have gotten those here. Well, now you know. Yeah, now I know, and now I'm terrified to import. There's pl- plants that people import, and they know that it's probably going to drop all the leaves. And I'm like, why? I could just buy someone's rehab plant here. Exactly. It's not worth I don't it. Get it? Yeah, I'm not worth um, it to me. <laughs> so, last question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to hear what your answer is going to be. If you could be <laughs> any plant, what plant would you be and why? Uh, I have to pick one. I'll, uh, yeah, just one. Dang. I feel like the one plant that I find myself staring at the most, surprisingly, where I'm just like, mm, I don't know what I would do without you. If I had to get rid of like every single type of anthurium, I'd probably keep my anthurium crystalline of hope, the one that just has those more striking stripey leaves um Mm -hmm. it's so pretty and i love like the color of the leaves when they come in mine actually has like two in one pots so it's been um more or less exploding for me i love when there's multiple growth points in a plant so it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger Um, but that's such a fun one i think um it's a really easy grower so if you are newer to anthuriums definitely get the crystallinum but more specifically the crystallinum hope it's it's a cutie i like her Okay, well, I'm going to ask Morgan if she has any in stock, and um, maybe we can yes. add one to my collection. Absolutely. <laughs> you need uh, to get more Syngoniums, too, okay? I have two. I have the Wenlandii, and then I okay. have the regular, like, Arrowhead Syngonium. You need to get some pink ones up in there. I don't know if you're really a pink plant person. I am. I just don't see them often, but, you know, maybe next time I see one, I will snag think, it just for you. I think Morgan's getting into them a little bit, too, so I think she's messaged me for, like, an ID question at some point, so I think she's getting into the Syngonium, so hopefully she gets some cool ones. Okay, well, I will They're super easy, out. and I love them. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not easy for everyone, but... Okay, well, if you <laughs> take care of a Pothos or a Monstera, it's just, it's just a, or a Philodendron... Just a normal aeroid. You can take care of a syngonium too. I know, I know. Well, I will keep that in mind as I move through my <laughs> my my wish list. Yeah, but, um, as you tweak your collection, you know you got to add some more in. Yeah, that's fair. Um, hey, Nicole, it's getting near the top of the hour, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me mm-hmm. today. Thank I'd you. love to have you fun. on again, absolutely. If you're willing, you know, maybe we can schedule a date later. 
uh, in the springtime mm-hmm. if you're up for it. Yeah, I'll have to bother Brandon, maybe have him come on. He's my like other half. I'm I'm down for that. I've never chatted with him. So yeah, yeah let's let's get something on the books. Yay. Okay. Well have a good rest of your weekend and we'll talk soon.